All right, you got, oh my God, Hazam Hassan sitting right here next to Rusty. Let's just get right into it. Let's talk about the market, the current market right now. About how it's crashed damn near. What's going on? Is it a great time to buy in? When are the best times to buy in? What are some good stocks to buy in? Um, and you have to compare them to last week recently because it just crashed the other day, two days ago. The thing is, this isn't financial advice. Take it as whatever you want to take it. This is just stuff that we kind of know that we're going to let you know. So there are two types of buyers, and there's the one that buys when it's a bull market, when everything is going up. And there's the type of buyer that buys the all red. He loves that bloody red. <laughs> bloody red. Bloody red. <laughs> Decline. <laughs> he just devours everything. Well, that's the thing. People that buy into the stuff that are rising, they have, they think that they're doing themselves good because they see that it's growing. Versus people who wait to buy at the lowest, which is the smarter thing to do in my opinion. Now you hold on to it. Be patient because you can't take back time. Then when it goes back up growing, that guy's going to regret his choice. And you just made 20 times as much than what you would have than what he made. Most people just end up falling in. They see the market going up. Let's take Tesla, for example. Mm -hmm. It shot up. In a matter of weeks. No, and days. It was at about 200. And then the next day, 400. Next day, 600. Finally hit 800. Now that it's going back down, it's still on 700 right And they were people that bought at 800. That bought at 800. 700. Expecting it to go on. But guess what? on. It didn't. And that's an expensive share. That's only for one share. Now imagine they would have bought in. When it was in the red a few years ago. When it was much, much lower. And you held on to it. And then it jumped up to 800. That would have been the perfect time to sell. Because that right there, you made more than profit off of. You made so much off of it. Sometimes it's best to take profits. When you see a stock jumping up. Jumping and jumping and jumping. Sometimes you got to get in the middle. Okay. Because most things, as fast as it will go up, it can go down just as fast. See, I'm preferably a dip buyer. I wait to see the dip and the chart. Then I buy because I'm like, it's going to go back up around where I was looking at. It's cheaper right now. Then it went back up. But you also got to focus into the growth and the percentage that you're making. Sometimes you got to learn to cut them losses. And that's when it sucks because you're like, well, I just lost money on this. Well, that's why you cut the loss you learned from the mistake. That's right. You know, for next time. Dip buying is a little more riskier because you're waiting for it to drop. That could go even lower and then it stays lower. And now you're having to sit here and wait for it to go back up because you got too impatient. But there's also that chance it goes back up a whole nother dollar. You just made an extra dollar per that one share. You can sell it instantly. That's quick turnaround buying but that's not the best way to do it and you i don't suggest doing it with higher end stock market like shares it's not worth it so you would recommend penny stocks or anything under definitely penny stocks 
I don't do a lot of penny stocks. I look at them, but I haven't bought into them yet just because I don't know how it plays out. But penny stocks would be the best way to go on a low budget because you're losing a few pennies, few dollars, however much you put into it versus you just buy a $10 share. Now went down to four bucks somehow and you're like, okay, <laughs> that's all I had. That's all I wanted to put into it. I also got to learn to use your disposable income for these types of investments. Always pay your bills first, pay yourself first, then put it into there. Let's talk about a very, very, very simple concept that I think everybody should do. We all spend at least five to $10 a day, whether it's on a coffee, a Starbucks, McDonald's Definitely. for all them. Cut out the bad habits, cut out that extra spending. Now, if every single person saved up $10 a day, there are 365 days a year. Well, think about it the way you just said it. People go out here, they buy their Starbucks. They go to the gas station and get a monster. Something that costs 3 $4, or they'll buy bottled water at a time, not the whole pack. For about a dollar a piece, when they could have got the whole pack for three, three, saved you on 24 days if you drank one on the way to work every day. Yep, you use it just for that. A whole month versus three days. Versus three days that really you like, spent. No, no, no. Really one day. Yeah. You might drink two or three a day. So why go ahead? Go ahead and get the full. Got to buy in bulk. You get better selections off of it. And you can use it whenever you want to just bring it with you but, but that's just an example for that versus spending your money on starbucks yeah it might taste so great how about you go to dunkin donuts where it's a dollar two cheaper you're still getting your coffee you're still getting what you want but you're lowering your cost how about you take it even a step further make your own coffee make your own coffee cheaper option now that's another Penny's investment itself though because now you gotta get a coffee pot coffee maker gotta get the coffee stuff but at the end of the day Two months later, you just saved so much more than you would have been spending on long Starbucks term. every day. It's all about long term. How many Starbucks coffee cups does it take to get an actual coffee maker? Now, if you were to save 10 to $15 a day, every single day for the rest of your life, yep. by the age of 40, you will have at least two or 300 grand Definitely. saved up. And for over 20 years, probably a little more than that. Shit. That's a lot of you got to think people put into their retirement accounts from their from their regular nine to five job that everybody in the world just seems to love, but really hates it. You're that type of person that waits for the weekends to come. You need to be out there hustling every day, making that money to retire by the age of 30 and not have to work another damn day in your life if you don't want to. It takes all that grind and dedication, but a lot of that laziness needs to be cut out now. And we're just going to end it off there. We'll get back into this, though. But we'll, we'll get back into it. Think about it for a minute. Just a, allow it to sink in in your this thoughts. This is our first episode. We're, we're going to get better. Definitely going to get better. And then we'll get a little bit more detailed. We'll actually give you numbers. Hell, if you need some help, we'll even help you with a financial budgeting system with what you got. Because we have our own. So, oh my God, Hazan's out. And so am I. We'll see you next time.